Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Every fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Uh, yes, welcome to the Housing for the Aged Action Group show. My name's Shane. I'm going to be with you for the next half hour. Uh, thanks very much to Carl uh, for the great another great Renegade Economist show. Uh, this month, I'm joined in the studio by my co-worker, Melissa. Um, hi, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Shane. Um, do you want to tell the audience a bit about what you do at HAG? Uh, I am one of the outreach workers um, employed about three years ago. So as outreach speaks itself, we go to clients rather than, you know, them coming to us, assess their housing situations and um, implement some strategies how to deal with it. And um, uh, I'm one of the two workers, Anne and myself, and we've got a quite a busy caseload at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Um, so what sort of problems are, are people coming to you with? Uh, as you know, that it's all the people who are at risk of homeless, um, being homeless, and there are a lot of um, elder abuse cases recently. And because of our um, project targeting culturally and linguistically diverse communities, um, we've got a lot of clients from uh, targeted language groups for that project, such as Arabic and Serbian and um, and so forth, um, which which also means that using you know working with interpreters and other ethnic organisations and um, sort of implementing an approach a bit more coordinated to get everyone on board to achieve the best outcome for our clients. Yeah, so we're going to be launching. So that project that you were just talking about um, was called preventing homelessness in culturally and linguistically diverse communities. I think I left a word out there, something about older people. That's right. <laughs> uh, that's been a joint project between HAG and the Ethnic Communities Council of Victoria, and they're going to be launching uh, the project report soon. Um, I think that's going to be really exciting as a first step towards really combating uh, what's been a, a big but sort of underreported and not very well understood problem. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been such a um, well-received and successful project and it is one of a kind. Again, um, Hack does all these, you know, first-time things and, yeah, it has been a great project. Yeah, it's, yeah, very proud of being part of it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I understand that there are, I think, 25 people just out of that project who were re- rehoused in, you know, permanent, safe, secure, affordable housing, That's which right. they and wouldn't have gotten We otherwise. also raised such an awareness in the community because, yeah, the housing people is good, but we also want to, for the, when the project ends, people still to be able to, you know, um, access the services that's available, including ours. And the project raised such a um, understanding and um, community education mm. amongst those groups. So hopefully the referrals won't stop. That's yeah, what we the, want anyway. The referrals definitely won't stop. There's no shortage of new uh, new clients and new, new tenants who need help. Um, at the end of the show, we'll give out contact information if you or someone you know uh, is an older person who needs some, some help with their housing. Uh, so, you know, get your pens and paper ready if that's what you need, or you can always look us up on the 3CR website. Uh, the main thing that we're going to listen to today is our interview that I recorded last week with uh, Sue Lee and Chris Spark from uh, Fairgo for Pensioners Housing Working Group. 
Um, so we're going to get right into that. I'm just going to play a couple of announcements and then we'll hear the interview. So thanks very much. Uh, here we go. This is Irene Bolger, former Secretary of the Nurses' Federation in Victoria. Throughout the nurses' dispute in 1986 and the waterfront dispute in 1998, 3CR was always there, broadcasting the voices of workers in struggle. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio and we're broadcasting live from the Bay to Chicken Strike here in Melbourne. We've just seen all of the thousands of nurses walk through to their meeting and people from different unions showing their solidarity. 3CR. Radio for the workers, by the workers, since 1976. Politicians and mainstream media are fueling anti-Muslim hate. Attacks on Muslims are increasing, and the fear is causing some women to restrict their movements. Worse, an anti-Muslim political party is launching in October. It's time for people who oppose bigotry to organise. Stand up and speak out against Islamophobia. Sign the statement at www.voicesagainstbigotry.org and ask others to do the same. Don't be a bystander. Voices Against Bigotry is a 3CR supporter. Listeners, welcome back. I am pre-recording an interview here in the studio at 3CR with uh, Sue Lee, who is no stranger to 3CR listeners, a uh, long-time former host of the Monday Morning Breakfast Show, uh, and also Chris Sparks. Um, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Well, good morning, and uh, I'm the uh, Housing for the Aged Action Group rep on Fairgo for Pensioners. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, yeah, good morning, listeners. And yes, hello, hello, listeners. I'm Chris Spark, and I'm an individual member of uh, Fairgo for Pensioners, and also involved with Housing for the Aged Action Group. Okay, so I mean, I invited you guys in today to talk a bit about Fairgo for Pensioners. Um, it seems like in a lot of ways you're uh, interesting goals overlap or are aligned with what, what HAG wants to do. So thought our listeners would be interested to hear more about what Fair Go for Pensioners does and, and you know, some of the history and so forth. So can you just tell us a bit yeah, about Yeah, um, Fair Go for Pensioners is a national organisation that uh, lobbies on behalf of all people on welfare benefits or mm-hmm. what I prefer to call social security benefits uh-huh. rather than welfare. And uh, so pensioners, uh, age pensioners, dis- people with disabilities, uh, uh, single mothers and the unemployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it began in 2007 um, with a meeting that, uh, convened by the Ethnic Communities Council of Victoria. And the original sponsoring partners were the ECCV, also the Australian Manufacturing Workers Union and the Maritime Union, retired members of those organisations and Council on the Ageing Victoria, and they formed Fair Go for Pensioners. Um, in 2013, uh, it was broadened to cover not only people on the age pension, but also single parents with dependent children and unemployed workers and their families. And an individual section <clears throat> was established. So for people like myself, who weren't particularly aligned to any of the organisations, I was able to join Fair Go for Pensioners and get involved in in their work. So how, how was it that the two of you came to be involved with the group? Well, I, I was uh, an, an affiliate member, so I represent uh, Housing for the Aged Action Group on the mm-hmm. committee. 
Right. And But I also had a, an interest in the same issues as Fairgo for pensioners. And I worked for 14 years with Council on the Ageing Victoria and was very aware of the establishment of Fairgo for pensioners and the issues that they were lobbying on. So when I retired two years ago, it just seemed um, a natural prog- progression to get involved with the uh, coalition. Okay. Um, so I know that you two are both members of the housing committee of Fairgo for Pensioners. Um, so again, can you tell me a bit about how the, the housing committee was formed and what's the what are the areas that you're looking at? Well, I guess that was one of the main um, foci this year of um, Fairgo for Pensioners was housing, mm-hmm. uh, unemployment and also, I think, transport rights. Is that right? But anyway, right. that was one of their main... Uh, sort of campaigns this year. So three of us volunteered to be on the um, housing committee to mm-hmm. have a look at what is happening with housing and the lack of public housing. Yeah. So the organisation, even though it's got a very broad um, view of what uh, um, improving the wellbeing for um, people on pensions, etc. In terms of the actual work, as Sue said, it's, it's narrowed down on particular issues. So last year it focused on the crisis in public hospitals mm-hmm. and also on anti-poverty. And this year, as Sue said, we've chosen the issue of unemployment, employment and housing. So uh, the housing working group um, I, or just has been um, involved with responding to the review of the Residential Tenancies Act. Mm-hmm. So we put in a submission to the original uh, discussion paper and now working on the next discussion paper, which is security of tenure. The other issue we're looking at, Sue, Sue put forward to Fair Go for Pensioners and has been endorsed as an area for us to work on. Yeah, that's uh, looking at social housing mm-hmm. as opposed to public housing. Yeah. So that there's an awful lot of housing associations and social hos- housing providers. And the government is saying that somehow these are going to provide affordable housing rather than uh, providing proper public housing for mm-hmm. people. And there is a big difference in that uh, a lot of these housing associations and community housing uh, programs actually uh, can choose, are much more choosy about their tenants. You don't have the same security of tenure. A lot of them are now looking at things like working with estate agents, which I don't think is community housing at all. <laughs> and uh, um, so I, I, I sort of, uh, am, am, we're trying to uh, get together some kind of research paper looking at whether that kind of so-called affordable housing is really a good alternative to public housing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting that you say that. I think HAG has very much the same view that mm-hmm. social housing is important at the moment. Like, it, it, HAG does house a lot of people in social housing, but it's not an alternative to public housing. Mm-hmm. And I think often people don't necessarily even understand that there is a difference or really mm-hmm. see why we why we stand for public mm-hmm. housing and why we think that's that's mm-hmm. better and more important. And it's exactly what you say, those issues around transparency and accountability mm-hmm. and, you know, it, even in a sense the business model because, you know, social housing providers, they, they're, not, they're not for profit, but they still have a bottom line. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have to balance the books and that means mm-hmm. seeking out wealthier, relatively wealthier tenants. So p- 
prioritising pensioners over people on New Start, for example. Yeah. Uh, it means, you know, be, being quicker to evict people for rent arrears so that they can balance their books that way. And a whole range of things that really don't do anything to to address the needs of uh, of people who, who should be provided with public housing as a matter of course. And another frightening thing is that, uh, for example, in Tasmania, a lot of the public housing is now being managed by community mm-hmm. housing providers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, all right. Do, do you want to talk at all more about the, uh, the Residential Tenancies Act review and what Fairgo for Pensioners wants to, to get out of that? <laughs> Or, or maybe we can skip over that. No. Well, I've, I've been sort of looking at the issues paper mm-hmm. and also the responses to the first groundwork paper. Yeah. And uh, what uh, it, it seems to be saying is that people want security of tenure, but on the other hand saying people also want flexibility. Mm-hmm. So there's this kind of contradiction there within the paper. I don't know whether you've had a look at it and find that there is that contradiction. Well, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot and I don't want to turn this into, you know, Shane's rant of the week, which, you know, no. it's, a, it's 3CR, so it's probably fine to do that. <laughs> but I think uh, as a group that represents tenants, you know, we're, mm. not, we're not a mediating body, we're not trying to be neutral. I think there's different ways that you can understand security of tenure uh, and the way that we should see it as a group that advocates for tenants is that security of tenure means increasing as much as possible tenants' ability to choose when they leave a property. Mm. Um, that's different from something like there's a you know, discussion in the issues paper around 10-year leases where it's more like a relational security between two parties where you both know that you're going to be there for 10 years. Uh, I think that uh, tenancy fundamentally is an antagonistic relationship. There's fundamentally opposed interests between the landlord and the tenant. Uh, and try, trying to organise things, you know, as if they have interests in common that can be reconciled through a longer yeah. lease or something like that, I think is is naive and that really we need to push to expand tenants' rights and tenants' power and not try and, you know, concoct a, a purported balance which just, mm. just shuffles things around but, but really favours uh, people who, who have property, who have access to, to capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that yes, that was Shane's rant of the week. Yeah, I guess. No, that's, no, that's, that's uh, helpful to us. Yeah. yeah and and uh, you know, it's also about affordability, mm. isn't it? Um, mm. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, what they're not saying very much, as far as I can see in the issues paper about rent control. I mean, they do talk about it, but mm-hmm. it's very waffly somehow. Yeah. I mean, one thing that's interesting is that the issues paper does talk about whether they could get rid of no reason notices to vacate, which yeah. in my view has been one of the main impediments mm. to, to tenants having security mm. of tenure. And as both of you know, and again, I'm just going mm. to start ranting because I can't help it. Mm. But, uh, you know, t- constantly we hear from tenants who don't want to ask for repairs that are urgently needed or, you know, don't want to do anything about mm. the landlord constantly invading mm. their privacy because they're scared if they try and assert their rights in those ways, they'll just mm. get a no reason notice to vacate. Mm. So it's very exciting that the the government is considering getting rid of those. Uh, not, not thrilled about the way it's framed in the issues paper, which seems to be, well, how can we protect landlords' rights <laughs> yeah, to get their properties right. back when they need it without, you know... I mean, the idea that a, a landlord just has an absolute right to get their property back, uh, no, no matter what, is extraordinary to me and really... Well, well also, um, I think they need to look at periodic tenancies, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, after your lease is finished, then you're on a periodic tenancies, and yeah. landlords like that, I think, because yeah. then they can chuck you out when they want to. Yeah. A, you know, I mean, a, and, and not just landlords, but also real estate agents. Yeah. I mean, real estate agents love to, to rapidly turn over tenants because yeah. 
they get paid when they find mm. a new tenant. They'd mm. much rather chuck you out and get someone else in, mm. even if there's no real change, even if it's at the landlord's expense in a sense, because th- that's actual cash in the real estate mm. agent's pocket. Mm. They are, often it seems like, you know, even though agents theoretically represent the landlord, landlord doesn't have much of an mm. idea of what they're doing and they just, you know, rely on them to, to do the mm. right thing. Mm. Relying on an agent to do the right thing. Mm. I mean, mm. it's, it's, it's craziness. The, um, all right. And um, that's been really interesting. Uh, just to finish up, how can people learn more about Fairgo for Pensioners or if they want to get involved, what should they do? Um, well, Fairgo for Pensioners does have a website. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh, com, And on there, you can get involved by becoming an active member um, of one of the organisations, um, such as the Retired um, Australian Manufacturing Workers Union, if that's where you've worked, etc., um, or HARG, um, mm. or you can become an individual member, and um, that's set out on, on the actual web page. And you can leave leave emails for people on that because um, everyone who's involved is a volunteer. Mm. So um, trying to catch people by phone can be <laughs> can be a bit difficult. All right, mm-hmm. that's great, and we'll make sure there's a link to the web page on the on the podcast page on Three CR. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks very much, both of you, for coming in. I found that really interesting. Mm-hmm. I hope you did too, uh, and listeners. Yep. Um, is there anything you want to say uh, before we finish up? Oh, just thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, Shane. All right, thank you very much. Bye. You. All right, that was Lou Bennett and the Sweet Cheek with the song Hold My Hand. And uh, before that, we heard an interview with Sue Lee and Chris Spark about Fair Go for Pensioners uh, and their housing working group, uh, which I hope you found very interesting. I'm going to hand over to Melissa now to talk about today and why it's important and why we should think about it. Um, the reason we chose this song to hold hand um, is actually to um, mention about the the day, um, White Ribbon Day, which is celebrated today nationwide. It is a day to stand up against any form of men's violence against women. As we all know that uh, more than one woman per week is being murdered um, at the hands of um, their partner or ex-partner. And White Ribbon Day is, is aims to um, get um, ra- raise awareness about violence against women. And we, we thought that we can all also... Um, hold each other's hands and stand against violence, um, men's violence against women. So that was the reason we chose that song and we hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. Um, In that context, I just want to give out the contact details for Seniors Rights Victoria in particular, which is a service that uh, assists people who are experiencing elder abuse. Um, If you're experiencing elder abuse or you know someone who may be, um, please give them a call. Their number is 1300 368 821. Um, We'll give out that number again at the end of the show if you missed it. And just going to go to a couple of announcements now with some more information um, if you are experiencing violence of any kind, male violence uh, in particular. Thanks. Is something worrying you? Need someone to talk to? Having trouble at work or at home? Call WIRE Women's Information on 1300 134 130, Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm. Talk to a woman who cares. It's free and confidential Victoria-wide. You can talk to us about anything. You can also talk to us in your own language through our telephone interpreter service. So call WIRE on 1300 134 130 or visit wire.org.au. WIRE is a 3CR supporter.
The fourth National Elder Abuse Conference will be held in Melbourne on the 24th and 25th of February 2016. With our ageing population and greater focus on family violence, this conference is a timely and crucial part of the effort to stop elder abuse. Focusing on ageism, rights and innovation, the conference will benefit those working with older people. Early bird registrations close on the 11th of November. For more information, check out elderabuseconference.org.au or contact Seniors Rights Victoria on 1300 368 821. That's 1300 368 821. Seniors Rights Victoria is a 3CR supporter. All right. Uh during the interview, Chris and Sue mentioned the review of the Residential Tenancies Act, which is going on at the moment, which sounds pretty dry, uh, but potentially is going to have a pretty major impact on what your rights are and your living conditions are if you're a renter in Victoria, which I think a good chunk of uh, 3CR listeners probably are, including myself. Uh, the uh, first uh, round of, if you will, of the issues papers to do with that review is, is just released. It's called About Security of Tenure. Uh, and it takes in a range of issues around the length of leases, whether they should be longer, uh, what sort of grounds the landlord should be able to kick you out for, uh, how how often, how much rent should be able to be increased by, what should be the rules about repairs, uh, a whole range of issues that are really important in terms of tenants having the right and the, the actual ability to decide how long they're going to stay in their rental accommodation. Hag has the view that this is the major issue for older people in private rental or renting in general. Uh, security of tenure just has such carry-on effects in terms of your health, social connectedness, your ability to assert your rights as a tenant, all kinds of things. We think it's really major. Uh, we are going to be having a meeting on December 1st uh, for our members and I guess really for anyone who's interested to come along and learn more about the issues paper and to give us feedback and provide guidance about what exactly older renters want out of this review. Um, do you want longer leases? Do you want... Uh, different sorts of leases, different sorts of rights to renew, whole range of issues to talk about. Very exciting. Uh, sandwiches for lunch, of course. Uh, little morning tea. Uh, so give us a call at the office uh, if you'd like to RSVP. Uh, we'll come back to our contact details in just a minute. One thing I have to plug before we get out of here, and we are nearly done for the month, sadly, uh, you're invited to 3CR's end of year party. So come join us for a drink or two to celebrate the end of another great year at 3CR with light snacks, uh, possibly a complimentary drink or two uh, if you're lucky, uh, shoestring budget applies, and the presentation of the Spirit of 3CR Award. That is Thursday the 10th of December at the Union Club Hotel, uh, which is 164 Gore Street, Fitzroy, from 5.30. Uh, now... All that's left really is to tell you how you can get in touch with us um, if you need support from HAG, if you want to come to our meeting, uh, if you're an older person who you know, needs, to, needs to move house either because you're experiencing elder abuse, uh, because you're being evicted, uh, because you have other kinds of problems, you can't afford the rent, whatever it may be, uh, please give us a call. And Melissa, can you tell us the number that they can call us on? No, I'll tell you the number <laughs> that they can call us on. I was about to. Uh, you look blank. Uh, <laughs> The number for HAG is 9654-7389. The number for the Home at Last intake line is Melissa. No, she don't. She's (laughs) looking at me blankly again. She's making elaborate hand gestures, which is not helping me when it counts. Listen, if you call us on 9654-7389, you'll get through the person you want eventually. The the number again for Seniors Rights Victoria, if anybody needed that, is 1300-368-821. Uh, Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. We're going to leave you with another song. This time, it's going to be Vita Sunshine 
with Woman Run Things. Enjoy. <laughs> 